Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hey guys, welcome back to another wonderful episode of Single to Sealed. We are so thrilled to be back with you guys for another one of our fun chats. Today we're going to be talking about how to make the first three dates count. So in previous episodes, we've talked about before what we agree on as the three date rule, which is that when you go on a date with someone, as long as they're not giving you like super major creep vibes or like, you know, there's instant red flags that you should give them at least three dates for you to really get to know them and you to really let them get to know you. Um, and so we're going to kind of dive into that today. We're going to share a little bit of our history with the three date rule and also how we use the three date rule in our dating. And then we're going to share some tips for how to make those first three dates really count. Thanks, Brianna. So talking about our first three dates, let me just tell you, they were so magical. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious or not. <laughs> no, I am. I'm being dead serious. Magical is all relative. And the reason it was magical is because it was a little bit of bippity-boppity-boos here and there that caused our relationship that's today. I see. Okay. Well, we're just going to dive right in. I don't think we've ever really talked about in depth like our initial dating period. But if you have not heard how we met, the story of how we met, if you go back to our very first episode, we talk about it. So be sure to check that out and then come back to this episode. But uh, just to kind of break it down for you, I saw Jerry. I thought he was cute. Asked him out. And then a week later, we went on our first date. And Jerry did like a surprise date. He didn't tell me what we were doing. He just told me like what to wear. And he picked me up from the house and... He drove me, like, what, 10 blocks or something? <laughs> Maybe less. <laughs> From my house to the BYU campus. And what did you have planned for us, Jerry, for our first date? So for our first date, we played campus mini golf, is what I called it. And <laughs> it was a really fun and creative idea that wasn't even mine. <laughs> I wish it was mine. I had a, a roommate back in college who did something that was similar to this. I don't know exactly the details of how he did his date, but I saw him come home one time with a couple putters that he just got from Goodwill. And I was like, oh, what do you have putters for? He's like, oh, I went on this date. And this is what we did. So my abridged version of this was I took Brianna to the south of BYU campus where they have this beautiful garden area and it was nice and green this time of year. Still. Yeah, <laughs> surprisingly, because it was what, end of August? August, September, September. And, um, yeah, so we had a fun time. We we actually created our own little hole to play golf. You know, obviously you have to get the ball into the hole. I had this old, like, giant flashlight that was in the back of my car. Like one of those big, like, yellow emergency flashlights. Yeah, old school. <laughs> yep. And I just unscrewed it, took the light bulb out and everything, and all we had was the cut part. And so... <laughs> And for the golf balls, we actually had these foam foam balls that I just got from, like, the a cheap section in Walmart, like little practice golf balls. And so um, we did. I took the same idea. I just borrowed the crappy putters that he got 
and we went to the campus and we said, okay, we're going to throw, <laughs> we're going to throw this flashlight just as far as it can go. And that's where we got to get the ball. <laughs> we have to get it. Whoever can get it into there first, the most amount of times was the winner. I think after a while we just stopped keeping score. Yeah, we just, it was, I don't know, it was a really great way to get to know each other and open up conversation because there wasn't like a ton of pressure because we were in a very like public space. So there was lots of people walking around and walking past us, but we were also kind of in our own little world because we were doing our own little activity. And I just remember having like some good open conversation while we were out there doing that. And we did that, I don't know how long that was, babe, a couple hours, like at least it was, it was was like two hours, wasn't it? It's probably like an hour tops. Oh, okay. Yeah, an hour tops. I wanted to keep it relatively short. And you forgot the part where everybody walked by, but they were really jealous. <laughs> yeah, of me. Yeah, because Jerry's a babe. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Brianna. And um, <laughs> yeah, we just, we just, we had a good time doing this activity. And like Brianna said, I, it's kind of interesting because we've talked about this in the podcast that I don't really remember specifics of what we even talked about. I do remember how I felt on that date and it was definitely enough to get me on to the second one so much so that the second one I guess technically happened on the same day yeah well I remember after our first date like technically quote-unquote which was the campus golf we kind of walked around campus for a little bit and Jerry played Pokemon Go (laughs) I remember this I remember vividly like this one moment where he won at a gym and he like pulled his shirt over his head and like did like a go like run around me screaming and I was like who the crap is this guy I actually asked her permission too (laughs) I was like oh there's a gym right here like I know there is do you mind if I pull this out and play real quick and then she was like oh I have an account too Mm-hmm. He was very impressed that I had a Pokemon Go account. So, yeah, so we did that. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to the BYU game after this. If you want, you can tag along. You know, no pressure. And I was having a lot of fun. So I was like, sure, I'll go with you. So we ended up going to the BYU game at the wall, which is on BYU campus as well. And we met up with your friends. I think I want to say there was Christian, DJ, and Gavin were all The there? boys. <laughs> Jerry's roommates. And so, yeah, we just kind of like sat there and we, I was, it was a long date because I was there at the, like I watched the entire game with you guys. We left at like what, 1130 or something? Yeah, it was pretty late. Like Brianna and I were pretty much together for most of the day. And um, I don't know, I guess Brianna had enough of a good impression from the first part of the date that she was willing to come along with me for the second one. I just casually asked her, too. I was like, hey, my friends are actually going to go watch this game. Like, if you want to tag along, if you're not doing anything. Yeah, I was very much intrigued. Uh, obviously intrigued enough to to go on a full all-day date with Jerry. I mean, and this was this was good for me because this assessed Brianna's level of athleticism in the golfing, which is something that was important to me. I always wanted a girl that was relatively sports-savvy or that at least had some type of athleticism. And so it was actually really funny because I let Brianna go for the first putt when we went to play campus golf, actually, and I strictly remember her missing the ball. <laughs> she just straight whiffed it, if you know what a whiff is. Like, it was a complete miss, and she just, like, looked up embarrassingly, laughed, and I was just like, oh, crap. Like, she can't even hit the ball. <laughs> this is going to be a problem for me. <laughs> I was like, I'll try to look past this for now. And then, you know, she went to the to the game with me, and... She actually had a lot of questions. She knew some certain some things about football, but, you know, not a ton. And so it was still fun for me because I was able to explain some of those things and, 
And it really was the willingness to learn and to be part of the experience and not just like sit there on her phone. You know, like it, it made it, it made it a fun experience to have her there with me. Oh, thanks, babe. I had fun with you too. Magical. <laughs> and so our next date, I want to say was like that following week, one of those, the first few days of the week. Cause we went on that date on a Saturday. It was a couple days later was our second date. And towards the end of our, our first date, I had told him about Cafe Rio because that's my favorite place to eat. And he's like, oh, I've never been there before because he'd been he'd come from San Diego. And I was like, how have you never been to Cafe Rio? I will personally pay for your lunch and I will take you to lunch at Cafe Rio. I actually don't even know if there's Cafe Rio in San Diego. I've never even looked it up. I don't I don't Maybe. think there is. No. And so, yeah. And so we met up at Cafe Rio and I bought him lunch and we had just a date just chatting and laughing. We talked about like our goals. I remember specifically talking about how many kids <laughs> I wanted. And just like we had that, you know, a, a good chat about things that we wanted. And it just it went really well. And of course, it was great food. So that always is the highlight of a good date. <laughs> and we kept it really simple that night. We just got Cafario and we went home. Yeah, I really liked being able to do that because... Uh, it showed me early on, like, something that Brianna was passionate about was food. <laughs> and Cafe Rio. And I'm pretty Specifically sure, those two. I'm pretty sure on that date, too, that we talked about, like, what what our favorite foods were. And she was like, my favorite foods are Cafe Rio. That's <laughs> actually what she said. And I was like, so Mexican food? She's like, no, it's Cafe Rio, like, specifically. Like, she's that adamant about Cafe Rio. And fun fact about Brianna, like, since we've lived in New York City... And since we've lived in uh, Indiana, Brianna has had Cafe Rio in both locations <laughs> because they've been either shipped to her or brought by hand from somebody flying to visit. Mm-hmm. That's how dedicated she is about eating Cafe Rio, even if it's cold and overnighted. <laughs> I always tell people that it's my tax for them to come visit our family, that they have to bring me Cafe Rio from the airport. <laughs> so, yes, I'm very dedicated. I love me some Cafe Rio. So I, I love taking Jerry's... Um, first experience at Cafe Rio and, and making it my own. He could never go there without remembering me after that. So Yeah, she reached right into my wallet and took my Cafe Rio card. <laughs> yep. And then our third date was, I want to say that weekend, that following weekend, and we went bowling. We also went bowling on campus at that like bowling alley they have there on BYU campus. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we could have went to Fat Cats too down the street, but we went to BYU, I think, because there was, like, some kind of deal that was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was, like, a dollar a person or it, something. It, like, promoted, it promotes dating, of course. That's what they want. So, it's, like, if you mm-hmm. come with the couple, it was, like, a cheaper price. Yeah, it was super fun. And, once again, it was one of those things where, just like with our first two dates, it promoted a lot of conversation. It wasn't something you could really hide behind. We had a lot of good talks and fun and laughs. And it just, yeah, it was a great way to really get to know each other in a safe space as well. And I remember just really having fun. And I think the third date really sealed the deal for me. By the third date, I knew that I really liked Jerry and I wanted to keep dating him. She also found out that night that I would never let her win in anything. (laughs) That I did. (laughs) Yeah, which is an important characteristic of someone you're dating. You know, someone that's going to be honest with you in all aspects of your life, right? (laughs) Even sportsmanship. Yeah, I told her right from the beginning. I was like, I am going to just play as best as I can and I'm not letting you win. (laughs) And she was like, come on, you always have to let the girl win. I was like, nope. It's not my method. If you want to win, you win by your own skills. (laughs) It's a little savage, but I respected that. (laughs) 
So I guess... Still stands. <laughs> it does still stand. He still does that to this day. Um, but the reason we tell you this story is not just for fun, which, I mean, it is kind of fun, I'm sure, for you guys to hear a little bit of our history. But I feel like there's a lot to be learned from our first three dates and what we liked and didn't like about how the start of our relationship happened. I think number one for me, something that I really appreciated about our relationship from the very beginning is from day one, and I believe date one, we both established, I remember very clearly being on our, you know, campus golf course and having that conversation with Jerry that I wanted to pause and wait to move forward with the physicality of our relationship if we decided to go forward. And we both agreed that we wanted to wait until we became officially boyfriend and girlfriend to move forward with the physicality, like like kissing and all of that. And it was really nice to agree with each other on that and make sure we were both on the same page. And, you know, just to start off the relationship with that honesty and that, you know, being up front. So that was really important. And then also, I loved that we both seemed to agree that we wanted to go on dates where we could have real conversation. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think that's that's something that's super important just for your entire dating experiences to always have a way to be communicating. Now, Brianna knows and learned about me through, throughout this time that I'm not very good at small talk let alone having extended conversation. I just, like, I'm so bad. <laughs> so bad at it. And sometimes I would frustrate Brianna in our dating experience. She'd be like, my friends say they just talk for hours. Like, how come we don't talk for hours? And I was like, I don't know. I have nothing <laughs> to talk about, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, bring up a topic and I'll try my best to talk with you. And then she couldn't come up with anything either. <laughs> but that was later in our relationship. That wasn't the first few dates. But Yeah, in the first few dates, I mean, you have it pretty pretty easy off. There's a lot of basic questions that you can ask and and learn about the other person. So, And one thing that I think that we could have improved on in the beginning of our relationship was making a bigger effort to give both of us like a way to escape the date if we wanted to. Um, the fact that we rode together, I think, to almost all of our dates those first few times we could have made it a little bit easier and in retrospect it would have been better to drive like separate vehicles or arrive separately which is something that we recommend now on our podcast um and then also maybe taking it a little bit slower (laughs) with that first date I mean we ended up having like what a 12-hour first date so it was pretty long I mean I enjoyed it but I don't think everyone would like to do that on their first date so if we're giving advice maybe don't do that (laughs) okay well I don't think we have a ton of things that we'd want to change or improve on in our dating I think we did a pretty dang good job if I do say so myself so um but we do have a lot of tips for you guys on how to make those first three dates count because those three dates are the magic number there so we're just going to jump right in and give you these tips here and chat a little bit more about them Okay, so tip number one is keep first dates simple, short, and relatively low cost. Why is that important? Why do we recommend that? So number one, this is your first real interaction and time spent with the other person, most likely. So you don't want to be planning some like 12-mile hike where you're going to have to (laughs) be with them for like eight hours Um, on that first date because what if you don't like them or what if you're uncomfortable with them or you know what if you just you just aren't hitting it off or you're tired I don't know it could be a multiple it could be a multitude of reasons but keep them simple and short the other one is keep them very low cost if you can 
So you don't know if you're going to like this person, so why would you invest hundreds of dollars into a first date? Don't, do not take them to a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse and drop $150 on a plate for them if you're not sure this is going anywhere. Especially if you're a college student or someone who doesn't have a lot of extra money to be going on dates, save those more high-cost dates for when you're a little bit further down the line. Right now, you're just testing the waters. Yeah, these this time period with these first couple dates, it's just really important that you're in an environment where it's just chill and you're able to talk with the other person and and get to know them better. So if you're doing all these crazy extravagant activities or anything that's keeping you separated while doing activities, then it's not really giving you these opportunities to, to bond. Exactly. Yep. So the second tip that we have is to always give the person that you're dating a way out. And Brianna mentioned this just a minute ago. This is important because, and this is something I didn't really think about in the beginning when we were dating, is that someone that you're dating who's brand new, like I mean, most of the time you know a little bit about them or you don't know much about them at all. And so it's a good way to make sure that both parties are feeling safe. You know, and so Brianna mentioned that my first date was a surprise. That's another one of the things I guess I would have changed because in my mind that sounded great and it sounded appealing. You know, but to a girl with a stranger or someone she doesn't know being told she's going somewhere who can't tell her friends where they're going, you know, that can be kind of kind of scary. So it's better to be open and, and outright with what you're going to do and what your plans are going to be. Exactly. So a couple quick ideas of something you can do on a first date that's relatively low cost and short and give someone a way out would be going out and grabbing a smoothie or going to a quick lunch or going campus golfing like Jerry took me or going on a quick drive somewhere cool, you know, going longboarding, going biking down a pretty trail, something simple, low cost, but fun for you to really get to know each other and see each other in different lights. And in public spaces. Exactly. Yep. Okay, tip number three is try not to overthink everything about the person you're dating. So we recommend you follow that three-date rule so that you can have a better idea of who they are before you say no to them. Give them a full opportunity to get to know you. Overthinking is a bad habit to have. Well, I think if we spend too much time uh, overthinking our first exchange with somebody, then we could be really missing out on who somebody really is because we're not giving them a chance to be to be nervous or to be human to not be able to give their give their best self. And so by giving them those second chances, third chances, you know, to before we write them off is a good way for us to not overthink. It's to to give them a chance to really allow you to get a better judgment of who they are. Mhm. And I I really think it's important in this moment to talk about the unhealthy standards I think that our world sets for dating by saying you have to have like super amazing chemistry that first date like it has to just be like a fire and you just have to click and everything is just going to fall into place and you're going to know exactly why you've been single forever because of that moment that you look in their eyes that is not always how it goes and at least for Jerry and I that's not how it went on our first date on our first date I thought he was really cool and I was intrigued like I said and I was interested and want to know more but I wasn't like sold on him that first date and that's why I followed that three date rule is because I wanted to really get to know him and if I would have just overthought everything and taken time after that date just thinking in my mind oh no I didn't feel that immediate spark blah 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 then I never would have had the beautiful future and life that I have now with him 
and this beautiful marriage that we have. We encourage you guys to not overthink and to just let yourselves get to know them with no worries about commitment or anything at that moment. You're just there to make connections with the person you're on the date with. You're there to get to know them as a person. We also want to make sure that we're doing our best to give good impressions. Our second episode on the podcast was actually about first impressions and what first impressions are and are these secondary impressions. That's all super relevant to this, so we're not going to talk about it a ton, but it's just important that we're giving these impressions because this this impression of who you are is going to last for the span of these you know first couple dates, and not everyone's going to follow this three-day rule, and so you want to give them a reason to give you a couple more dates, and especially if you're the one asking. And so you can do that with the way that you're um, presenting yourself, you know, with your with your smile, with your um, demeanor. You know. Eye contact is so important. Direct eye contact while they're talking, you know, really practicing active listening, you know, talking kindly. And your dress and your appearance is very important as well. Like you want to make sure you bathe or shower before you go. Um, if you're a girl, maybe put on like a little bit of makeup. It doesn't have to be crazy, but... You know, a little bit of something showing that you put in a little bit of effort is always appreciated. Boys, style your hair nice, you know, wear a nice a nice shirt, you know, maybe a little bit of cologne, you know, things that the ladies like and ladies, things that the guys like, you know, show that you put a little bit of effort and you were excited about this date. Um, however that may be for you, you will find your path and, and what's going to show that you were excited to go on this date with this person. And so do, do make that effort. Put down your phone. Make it a rule to not have your phone out, right, Jerry? That's right. So if you have to silent it or just turn it off for that hour that you're on the date with them, do something so that you can really give your undivided attention to this person. So next tip is when you're planning dates with the person you're going out with, it's always important to seek their input for date ideas of what they would like to do as well so that you can make sure you're both having fun and it's something that you both might enjoy. You can always say like this date will do something you want to do, next date will do something I want to do and then you can also see the person in different lights and different activities as well and maybe see how they do when it's something they don't necessarily feel comfortable doing. Get them a little bit out of their box but definitely do stuff that you will both enjoy and aren't too extreme. If this person is not into rock climbing at all and you insist on having a rock climbing date that might not go so well so talk to them about stuff they feel really comfortable with and maybe not so comfortable with and and plan accordingly yeah i mean that also gives you a chance to have conversation you know to be able to see how you guys can communicate because like brianna's saying if somebody's really um, in disdain about going rock climbing but it's your passion that doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to be a good couple. You can still have that passion and that hobby without them enjoying rock climbing too. <laughs> you know, so uh it but it is also a way for you to be able to realize if if that person's willing to to try that or if that's something that they just want to be separated from or if it's a deal breaker for you, you know? It could be. Like yeah, you really want be. to have somebody who has that hobby with you or is willing to to work on it. Exactly. And so this, I think, is where our next tip comes in, which is not to text too much and avoid just texting all the time in preparation for your dates or in between your dates. Um, When you're discussing these ideas for your dates and what you want to do, Jerry and I would highly recommend that you talk on the phone. I can't remember how much we talked on the phone, but I want to say we talked on the phone like every night, didn't we? But it was by phone, like actually using our voices and calling each other. 
And so when you are planning dates, do that instead of texting. And it's it will change up the vibe of your whole relationship because you'll be used to having a conversation that back and forth and hearing each other's voice and inflections and all of that. And it's really going to up your game in the whole dating experience. I think uh, frequent contact is a way for you to to be able to realize how much that you care for another person. So in the first couple of dates, you might not do this that much because you don't know each other as well. You know, for Brianna and I, in our situation, it just worked out that she would always take like these nightly walks that I wasn't very fond of. <laughs> <laughs> and she would always walk in the dark and she'd go walk for an extended amount of time um, south of campus where she lived. And I just felt more comfortable if I talked to her <laughs> on the phone while she was walking. And so that was able to give us a lot of opportunity to have conversations because she would chat with me while she walked and, you know, I'd be doing my other things. So I wasn't in a position where I was going to go walk with her every night yet. (laughs) But uh, that's how it kind of opened the door for me. I took that opportunity and I think she appreciated being able to have someone to, to talk to and look out for her while she was doing that activity. Yeah, and I felt like I really knew you by the time we went on our first or our second dates because we'd had a lot of conversation, but it wasn't texting. So it was really, it felt like I knew you because we'd had, I'd heard your voice, you know, I'd heard your jokes in person and it just felt very personable and like we were friends already. So I I loved that. So if you do want to communicate with them, call them. Um, At least I would say one phone call to plan the date and do it by phone. Um, And that, that would be my big tip from this. And of course, uh, every part, every person in a relationship has the right to text one time, hey, you up? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> they don't have that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> or W-Y-D, <laughs> question mark. What are you doing? No, for real, don't text anybody saying, hey, you up? <laughs> no. no. Especially, <laughs> oh gosh, especially before the first date. <laughs> um, okay, our final tip for you is... Our most important one. What one is that, Jerry? We think the most important point out of all of this is to just be true to who you are. Just just be yourself. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times in those first few dates, we feel like we need to put on a show or act a certain way because we want this person really badly to like us. And when it comes down to it, the real you is going to come out eventually. Whether you let it come out in the first few dates or a month or two down the line, if it's not going to work out because of who you are and who they are, then it's not going to work out. So it's better to find out in the beginning than a few months down the road. So just be yourself. And if truly you are looking for connection and they are seeking connection and you guys are a good fit and you guys are compatible, you will connect and you will feel that true connection in those first few dates if you guys are willing to be open and vulnerable and true to who you are. Yeah, in the scriptures, we know the story about about the wise man and the foolish man and how the wise man built his house upon the rock. So when they had this storm come upon them and the rains came, like their foundation was, his foundation was strong. And vice versa, the foolish man built his house on unstable foundation of sand. So when those rains came, it washed away all his hard work. And I feel like this is kind of relative to or I guess analogous to this idea. Because if you're beginning your relationship being somebody different, like Brianna said, it's going to come out eventually, and you don't want to be to a point where someone's like, oh, I, I thought I knew you. I thought I knew things that you liked. I thought I thought I knew a little bit more about your mannerisms and your character. 
you know, and so if you're pretending that you're just building your house on the sand. Yeah, and you're just setting your relationship up for failure. So if you're truly looking for that real connection and to feel seen and loved for who you are, then be who you are from the moment that you go on that date. And that will help set you up for success in your relationships. Even if being who you are means that you might look like a weird kid, let that person decide that you're you're their weird kid. <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody has their quirks. Everybody has the things that they do that somebody else would call weird. But somebody else would say, that's awesome. And so you need to be able to be passionate about your things. Talk about how much you love Pokemon, like Jerry. And let Brianna smile because she loves how much you love Pokemon. That's Keeper. Yes. And just to kind of add on to that, because this just came out of my mind. And I want to call it inspiration. But... I did want to mention one last thing is when you're on these dates, remember that you're on the date to get to know them and do your very best not to talk about yourself the entire date. Um, And I promise you, if you make that your goal to not talk only about yourself, but to find out about them and they have the goal to find out about you, you guys will both walk away knowing a lot about each other, even though you weren't making it a goal to talk about yourself the whole time. So if you really make it a goal to ask questions to that person to really get to know them and they're doing the same for you, you're going to connect and you're going to feel like you're you're really getting to know someone. And I think the way Brianna said it was perfect. Like spend time um, being willing to find good questions to ask the person to ask the person that you're with um, because that's going to allow you allow the other person to be able to share and talk about themselves, and it's it's going to show that you care about who they are as a person. Because if you haven't been on these dates, it's happened frequently enough that people complain about it. That people will go on a date and be so worried or maybe try to impress someone so much that they're just like splat, splat, splat of information mm-hmm. all about themselves. And the other person will feel like, wow, I've never, I never got to say anything about me. He knows nothing about me after one date. And, you know, that would be frustrating. Mm-hmm. So ask inspired questions. If you're really nervous and you don't know what to say, do your research. Just like when, if any of you guys have served missions, when you're preparing to go teach a lesson, you write down some inspired questions you want to ask in the lesson. Do that for your date. Write down some questions, maybe in your notes on your phone, and just kind of run them through your mind every once in a while as you're preparing for your date to kind of have some good questions to ask. Uh, And that can never hurt. And gentlemen, I have a wonderful tip for you that the ladies love trust me it's admitting that they make you nervous (laughs) okay it's okay to be nervous you don't want to hide being nervous if you're nervous and you feel like things aren't going exactly how you want because you're nervous tell them that say i i i'm trying really hard here and i'm sorry if this is kind of strange you're just you're just really cool and you it makes me nervous you make me nervous i'm telling you that is so attractive if a guy tells you that like ladies you know this if a guy says like i'm sorry if i'm messing up here you're just i just really like you and i don't want to mess this up i'm just really nervous a girl will be like oh don't be nervous and she's gonna be like oh he likes me so yeah that's a great thing to say definitely and on ladies end too like if a girl said that to a guy like i'm sorry if i'm acting kind of funny (laughs) i just really like you and i'm i'm a little nervous um showing that vulnerability i think is really important even early on in a relationship Yeah, you can be open with your emotions really quick. That's super helpful to both parties because you're not you're not trying to guess how the other person is feeling at the end of the date. 
it's it's very common for me to end a date and say, you know, I, I had a really good time. That was really fun. You know, I really liked getting getting to know you. Like, it's when they leave, they remember those words. It's not just like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode with us. We're happy to give you these tips. And remember, those first three dates are crucial and are a great space for you to get to know this person. So do take advantage of it and give them those three-day opportunities. If they're not, like we always talk about, if they're not like super creepy or giving you major red flags, they deserve three dates um, and an opportunity to get to know you and really make that connection. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.